0: Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 1st of February, the 32nd day of 2021, with 333 days leading to 2022. Eons ago, when the world was largely agrarian, winter was considered a month-less period. And not until 713 B.C. did the Roman calendar add January and February as the last two months of the year, just ahead of the beginning of the new agricultural year, In March. February was thought as the month of purification, with various cleansing rituals established accordingly. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide had topped 101.6 million, amounting to an increase of at least 5.9 million cases globally since the week before, though the increase last week was half a million less than that of two weeks ago. Whether we should make some hope out of that Remains to be seen. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week bordered on 25.8 million, an increase of over 800,000 cases since the week before. Since my 93 year old mother's passing from COVID 19 a week and a half ago, I've been tending to numerous administrative tasks. Attempting to notify government institutions, such as the Office of Personnel Management and the Defense Finance Accounting Service, for example, of my mother's death. Phone calls frequently end in my leaving voicemails and no one, that no one replies to, or sending faxes to numbers that constantly have busy signals. Often, when contacting large federal agencies, actually speaking to someone can be a rare occurrence, But even then doesn't mean one's investment of time and energy is complete. Frequently, it's just a way station where one receives additional directives of how to spend hours satisfying the requirements of bureaucratic nuance. Elsewhere concerning COVID-19 on the planet, India has been maintaining a distant second place worldwide this past week, with close to 10.8 million confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus. Brazil continues in a not-so-distant third place worldwide, with 9.1 million confirmed cases this past week. Russia remains in fourth place, having about 3.8 million confirmed cases. The UK continues in a close fifth place, also with 3.8 million cases, and France is not far behind in sixth place with about 3.2 million confirmed cases. Spain is again in seventh place with nearly 2.8 million confirmed cases. Deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday were eclipsing 2.2 million Meanwhile, on the other side of the pond, total confirmed COVID-19 deaths here in the United States near the end of this past week approached 434,000, an increase of at least 23,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 has been killing, on average, at least 3,285 United States citizens per day. That's more than two people every minute. Important to remember is that the United States has only about 4% of the world's population, but we currently have at least 25% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases, and about 19% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. So we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet. Beyond doubt, COVID-19 couldn't ask for a better country to inhabit. We have proved from beginning to be the most hospitable to the virus. Elsewhere internationally concerning fatalities from COVID-19, second place again goes to Brazil, with a total of 222,000 deaths from the virus since the beginning of the pandemic. But Mexico and India swapped places this past week, with Mexico now in third place, recording about 156,000 deaths due to COVID-19, and India now in fourth place, having close to 155,000 coronavirus deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. Heavenward in the south sky the past couple of evenings we found the constellation Eridanus the river winding from the star Rigel at the bottom of the constellation Orion the hunter the river continues through Acamar to end with the flattest known star Acornar. and tonight in the north sky the front end of the bowl of the big dipper will point to Polaris the north star Today in 1783, German-born British astronomer and music composer Frederick William Herschel announced that he had calculated red giant star Lambda Hercules as the solar apex, that point in the sky toward which the solar system is moving. Nearly 240 years later, astronomers do not believe the solar apex is so close to this star, though it is only 10 degrees away from the position currently accepted. O'er the glad waters of the dark blue sea, our thoughts as boundless, and our souls as free. Far as the breeze can bear, the billows foam. Survey our empire, and behold our home. These are the first four lines of Gordon, Lord Byron's poem, The Corsair, which on its first day of publication, today in 1814, sold out the first printing of 10,000 copies. Byron chose as an epigraph a stanza from Dante's Inferno, Canto Five. But of indeed there is a hell. To ask of the beginning of our love, out of his pity, I will weep and tell. Today is cut in Cadiz, Ohio. William and Adeline Gable had their only child, Clark Gable, a large baby weighing nine and a half pounds. Clark's mother died when he was seven months old. Clark's father was a wildcatter who then passed his boy on to relatives while he worked. Then in 1906, Clark's father remarried and subsequently reclaimed his son. When Clark turned 15, the family moved to a farm. Hating the drudgery of farm life, Clark and a friend dropped out of school, went to work in Akron, Akron's Firestone Tire Factory, and one day at an Akron hamburger joint, Clark met two actors who invited him to see their play. Immediately enamored, Clark begged himself an unpaid job as a callboy, running errands at the theater at night, while continuing employment at the tire factory by day. Thereafter, Clark went to New York, found work again as a callboy, met Lionel and John Barrymore, but could find no additional theater work. A long series of jobs included working in Oklahoma's oil fields, temporarily joining a small repertory company in Kansas City, working in Butte, Montana as a surveyor, lumberjack, and tie salesman, which led back to a repertory company where he met and fell in love with actress Franz Dürfler. They began touring together, and Clark Gable embarked on the series of adventures with women usually older than he, who would help him build his reputation as a ladies' man. Today is also the birthday of John Ford in 1895, of poet and playwright Langston Hughes in 1902, of Russian politician and president Boris Yeltsin in 1931, of actor Sherman Hemsley in 1938, of comedian Garrett Morris in 1947 of actor Bill Mumy in 1954, of Princess Stephanie of Monaco in 1965, and of Lisa Marie Presley Jackson in 1968. For more on no I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the seventh official week of winter.